Welcome, everyone. I am very excited about today's episode. I'm speaking to Leslie Bam. And um, Leslie, welcome. Thank you so much, Dupi. It's an honor to be here with you. So, Leslie, I'm really excited because on LinkedIn, there's a bunch of stars, uh, stars underneath your bio with lots of very special things that you have done in your life. But um, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's jump right in um, and talk about your journey into coaching. How did it happen that you came into coaching? Wow, you know, my whole career has always evolved around learning and development. And I think in my later years, I started extending and leaning more towards organizational development. And so my interest was stirred with my own personal coaching experience. I was being coached about 10 years ago, and I appreciated the value and the growth within myself at the time. And then after that, I decided that I would like to embark on a learning journey to introduce coaching into the organization that I worked for at the time, mm -hmm. not actually realizing the mind-blowing impact that it would have on myself and my own transformation as a leader. And mm. so from there, I just continued with my learnings and offering into coaching. Sure. So just give us a bit of, so you, you yourself registered to be coached in the yeah. organization. And yes. from, that, from that, that, I suppose there was a curiosity or something that drew you deeper into, into you establishing yourself as a coach. Absolutely. I've never, I mean, I've always been in learning and development and I've never been exposed to coaching as in terms of life coaching. And so when it happened, when I was invited into a coaching intervention, I had firsthand experience in terms of how it felt to be coached, the realizations that came up for me as well, and also just the learnings and the shift in my thinking. And so that for me was absolutely valuable. And I realized how much more people can actually gain from that experience. And Leslie, how long have you been practicing as a coach? Sure, I've been practicing for about probably over 10 years, if not more. Mm. Um, I have obviously I've, I've I've got extensive corporate experience, and most mm. of my coaching years has basically been um, serving as an internal coach, um, mm. coaching managers and and senior managers within the organisations that I worked within, and so yeah, that's kind of like where my coaching journey started, and then I just basically equipped myself and empowered myself with certifications. Um, mm. To develop and grow continuously as a coach. Hmm. So, Leslie, you've been in the coaching game for, for 10 years. I'm always curious as to what keeps coaches in the coaching game. What would be your reasons? For me, my biggest reward in the coaching space is to see that shift in perspective or that aha moment with my clients, which then eventually changes behavior. That for me is my biggest reward and it's always been. Mm. So let's say someone is listening and they've just had their fancy training, coach training. Um, what <laughs> advice? What advice? Would you have for people um, who are really just, they, I mean, they've just completed training and they need to, what, what, leaning back, looking back on your 10 years of experience, uh, those early days, mm. of what advice would you have for people just starting out as coaches? 
I think for me, I would like to suggest that they connect with forums that can assist with tools and insight and to broaden their network, because that has really been helpful for me, you know, remaining curious. And um, there's so many forums out there that's not, that doesn't charge a fee necessarily, but you can join and you can gain insight and you have that network of like-minded people that you can, that you can turn to, um, that can guide you and that you can also share your own insights with. Um, mm. I also think for me, what was important was to to, re, to get a coach, obviously for myself, because mm. as we also human as coaches and we, we go through our own challenges and our own journeys and, and it's always good to stay close to a coach or a mentor yourself that can assist you in your mm. journey. And the other thing that I've realized is that we as coaches shouldn't be afraid to use our own coaching tools on ourselves. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things that I've learned that when I am going through some, some learning experiences or challenges or, or just opportunities, I often mm -hmm. reflect and I go back into my toolbox and see, so what can I offer to myself, whether it's a coaching question to reflect on or just like a model or journal that I need to do in that space. And it's really been helpful to me. So, I mean, that's what I would like to just offer as, as a piece of advice to other new coaches out there. Hmm. Leslie, so moving on to the philosophy that you practice with in coaching, I'm thinking about um, getting a philosophy bell. <laughs> so <laughs> because it's really boring going from, from those deep insights. Okay, now we're talking philosophy, but yeah. here's our philosophy, Val. So, Leslie, um, how would you define coaching as you practice it? You know, for me, coaching means a thinking partnership between two or more people. I always introduce myself as a thinking partner because I believe it's a platform where you allow yourself the gift of thinking. And this is where you can unlock new possibilities which could maximize performance it can enable you to achieve your goals and i do this through the construct of self-awareness so having that is basically how i define coaching without mm. going to an academic definition mm, of mm. what coaching you know stands for mm, that's that's what we're looking for the, the first hand non-academic <laughs> <laughs> um insights okay so um when you practice coaching, Leslie, what are the go-to theories and tools that you feel that you gravitate towards in your practice? Wow, because of my passion for learning and development, my, my theories that I go to, the first one that comes up for me is reflective thinking and reflective learning. Mm. Um, I often refer to Kolb's theory. And I also often use the Borton's reflective model, which is very mm. useful. I'm also a big um, catalyst for the thinking environment. And so Nancy Klein is um, top of mind for me. I love her work. And mm. so I often use that specifically unlocking those limiting assumptions. And the power of the incisive question really resonates with me. And I've seen success around that in many of my coaching sessions. And then, mm. of course, the big one for me, which is like the framework that I use, is the integral framework. Um, mm. That I just feel it's so systemic and it kind of wraps everything up all together. You can actually access 
different pathways of the person's journey with that. And I think recently with my research, whilst I was <laughs> on my MPhil, I um, started adopting the leadership agility. That was the construct that was that I used in my dissertation. And mm. so that's also one of the philosophies that I that I find is, is valuable to me and it speaks to my coaching offering as well. Hmm. I'm glad you, 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 you mentioned the, the MPhil because my next question is really about not drowning in theory and tools. Mm. And once again, people that listen might be um, people who have just gone through either an MPhil or some other fancy certification process and yeah. they will be left with a lot of knowledge. What pointers do you have for coaches who are starting out who might feel that they are drowning? in all of this knowledge that surrounds them. You make me think back of my days um, during my MPhil journey. And I remember feeling so overwhelmed, but also excited mm. about all those theories and philosophies being introduced to you. But one mm. thing I quickly realized in that was that there are those ones that resonate with you more than others. Um, and so my suggestion to others would be, become aware of which philosophies resonate with you strongly. Those ones that informs your perspectives or your input as a coach. And through that, I think you would know that those are the ones that would be congruent with who you are as a coach. That's what's, what's my, what my journey has been about. And I've realized mm. it's all about my own self-awareness and, and how I relate to those philosophies and how that informs me and my way of being and my journey and, and what I would like to offer to the world through my coaching. So that's really what I want to sort of like give out to the community. Hmm. That's so interesting because I'm almost at, I think, almost at 25 interviews. And this question has always, whether it's been guys with PhDs and ladies with PhDs yeah. or people who are starting out or 10 years, that's always been the answer. No, no one, not one coach has said, no, yes, you should draw up a, a table and you should choose the one everybody's using. There's nothing like that. It's purely, listen, what are you fancy and what are you comfortable with? And do that. <laughs> so that's, it's, it's, that's uh, very it's, interesting. But, but I think it's also because coaching is, coaching is such a personal journey. And that's what I love about it. Personal in the eye of the coachee, but I also think personal in the eye of the coach. And because mm. of that, there is that, that, that personal connection that takes place whilst you're on your journey as a coach, but also for the coachee. So, so I think that came up for me as you were just responding to what I've shared with you. Hmm. So next we go into the niche conversation. But as in the last, last episode, I've realized in the, in the course of doing these interviews, there is not necessarily... There's a, there's a specialist and a generalist school of thought when it comes to a, a co coaching practice. So on LinkedIn, I see that you focus on leadership specifically. Would it be correct in assuming that you are a niche coach or just give me a perspective around how, how would you frame your, your practice? Niche, generalist, specialist, give us a bit of insight into that, please. I think for me, I'm still, I'm going to be honest by saying that mm. I am, I'm still kind of defining my niche as a coach. However, mm. I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm a generalist coach. I do find myself 
coaching mostly leaders going through transition specifically. And um, I think this is also in for the, the transition piece for me is also informed by my own personal journey as a leader. Mm. And I think more so COVID offered me a perspective that we are continuously living in transition. I mean, mm. it's no longer, I, I mean, for myself, I, I no longer see myself going through transition because when I go through transition, there's almost like a beginning and an end. Whereas mm. if you look at the way things are at the moment uh, and the impact that, that COVID had on many of us and all of us, basically, we constantly in, in transition. We are mm. constantly in it. And so... It's, it's just more and more resonating with me that, you know, leaders go through transition, but they live, we live in it. We live in mm. it. And so that's kind of like where most of my work happens because most of the leaders, I mean, I could obviously say all of them that I've coached thus far, when we start speaking about the issue or issues, it speaks around the construct of transition. And so... Mm lean into that piece and we we find ways to to navigate through the uncertainty and complexity and so that's where my work kind of resides more strongly at the moment mm. so so leaders in transition if i understand correctly absolutely absolutely another million dollar question um how did you go about narrowing your focus I think for me, um, again, it was about what informs me as a person, um, you know, in terms of what I'm going through. I think I've, I've been in the leadership position for also over, over 10 years. And so I used my own narrative, basically, to kind of see what I went through and what, what was it that I needed at the time um, to kind of inform what leaders need in today's world. And I think even more so now with the uncertainty that we are operating in. And so that's kind of like how I've narrowed down my my route mm. in terms of my focus. Mm. So dispensing wisdom from your practice, uh, again, for people who might be starting out, say, let's say someone wants to be or is aiming to become a specialist or a niche, a niche coaching provider, what would your advice be to those people? I think for me, it, it would be think about what problem would you like to solve through coaching? Mm. That, that for me is, 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 is a key question. And, and, it, and it requires deep reflection. Um, because it, it, it's, it sounds like an easy question, putting it out there that you can just go and do a needs analysis, but I think it's deeper than that. Um, and the more we, I, you ask yourself the question, I think the deeper you can go within what you can offer um, as a coach um, to speak to that particular problem that you would like to solve in the world. And I think that would direct you into uh, more specifically the type of work you would like to do through your coaching, your audience, um, and the difference you would like to make in the world. Mm. Leslie, one last question. Um, where did your first clients come from? Your very first clients, first eight, for example, how did you find them? What did you do to get them? Or did they find you? Just give us a, a bit of info on that space in your career. 
So for me, obviously, like as I mentioned, I started in corporate as a coach. So my work was mostly as an internal coach, which obviously the organization's leaders become your clients. But when I mm. step into my business, my own practice, mm. I think my, my clients came from my network. And okay. so the work that I've been doing. So I also do facilitation. And so um, my immediate network, and that's why when I shared earlier, um, it's so important to build a network mm. um, of people around you that knows about you, that knows the value of your work, um, because that was my first sort of go-to place. Mm. Um, and, and almost like, well, where I could get, you know, value from, I could get my water from, <laughs> if I can say <laughs> um, Yeah. yeah. Mm. Thank you. So if people want to contact you uh, in terms of coaching, where can they get you social media-wise, website-wise? Tell us a bit about your business, please. Thank you. So, yeah, I am, I've got a website. Um, it's www.worldoflearning.co.za. There's also, like, you know, some information around my offering and what I do. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, available on LinkedIn as well. So they can contact me there under Leslie Bam. I don't have a specific LinkedIn business page, but I do it under my own personal page as Leslie Bam. So they can reach me there. And yeah, World of Learning is also, you know, just what I offer in terms of coaching. I offer a method that is both believe and behavior based, both mm -hmm. which is based on the integral framework. And this is where I really connect the heart and the mindset through reflective practice. Um, that's really what my work is about. And um, World of Learning, just a little bit around that. Um, mm -hmm. The reason for the, well, the origin of the, the name just came up in terms of the work that I do. And I feel that this is where individuals can improve their own by engaging meaningfully with the inner and outer worlds. Mm -hmm. um, coaching is a space where we dip into our inner world um, to make sense of the outer world. And so World of Learning just resonated with me as a, as a name for, for my business in speaking into the experience that, that people would gain from my offering. Thank you. Thank you, Leslie. You were an amazing guest and thank you for giving us your time and wisdom. Oh, thank you so much, Dupi. It was such an honor to be part of this um, podcast with you and just to share my insights and to just you know, give back and form part of a community where we can collectively share and support one another in the coaching community. Thanks so much. <laughs>